the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today is about the heart chakra and business. Yes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we're talking about the heart chakra. And a lot of people say that the heart chakra is about unconditional love. And how can you do unconditional love in your business? And then I hear a lot of people say that, uh, well, if you love what you do, you're already ahead. So just create a job, create a business that you love and you're going to succeed at. And I think that's literally full of shit. But with that, I think it's correct. So... The problem is, and look, I'm going to go with the story again. Uh, this And the story basically, I can, this is going to be at least 20 yoga studios combined in because all of the 20 yoga studios, actually even more that we've done studies on, uh, all started out the same way and all ended the same way. And it all starts off with, I love yoga. Yoga has helped me... Uh, become a better person. It's helped me feel better. It's helped my uh, kids. It's helped my family. Yoga has just done so great for me. I started it a year ago, and it, it it's, it's the greatest thing. And now I want to do it for a living. So I go to a yoga teacher training, 200 hours, which gives you four hours of business. Yes, yeah. And if that. If that. But uh, Yoga Alliance says you should do four hours. Yeah. And I know some people have done four hours of talking about why you shouldn't do business. Uh, but anyways, back to, uh, so they go to yoga teacher training. They get certified. They go find a location without really looking. They don't really have any, they look for parking, which really parking uh you can go to new york city there's great yoga studios you can't you gotta walk for hours to get to them parking doesn't matter but that's what they look for is a place with parking and then they spend a fortune on the inside of the place spend thousands of dollars on making it pretty because they want a welcoming experience for the the loving experience for everyone and then they create a website and the website says that uh, they couldn't find a yoga studio in the area that fit what they believed yoga should be. Yes. <laughs> and so they go through this whole thing. And almost every one of these 20 did exactly that. Spent thousands of dollars on creating the studio. And then they put the yoga sign out front. And that's it. A very fancy sign yep. that you can hardly read. Yep. And, but it's, it, and so they do all that. Yep. And... They don't do anything else, but they love yoga. They do love yoga. And they did create it because they wanted, they loved the community. They wanted people to get into it. So time goes by and they're still struggling. Mm -hmm. They might have 10 people come in. They might have five people a class. They might have, but it's still not paying the bills. And that's the thing is it has to be paying the bills. So they 
they then start spending money on marketing. They they hire people to come in for marketing. Yes. And by then, it's it's sort of late. But even then, the people they hire are marketing don't love their yoga studio. They just do it because they're getting paid to market. They, they don't really care if you make it or fail. So they hire people that really don't care and maybe don't even practice yoga or practice yoga at another studio and want to see you fail so that you uh, go away and the other studio does better. So there's all these little things going on in the background that they may or may not know about. Then from there, it starts getting to where that money's gone and now they're having to cut into possibly uh, their mortgage, kids' school, food, things like that. So now they get stressed. And now they're stressed. So now they, they're angry. And so this person that started off loving are now doing angry things. And we actually had them coming to our studio and handing business cards to our clients as they were coming into the studio saying, come to our studio. Uh, we... we we have an empty studio, so you'll get more one-on-one uh, personal, -on -one yes. personal training style for your group training. So you can pay the same thing and get one-on-one -on -one training instead of group training. And then we also had them come in, and they would put flyers in the windows of the cars while everybody's inside. Yes. So that's, that's not good business. But they're at a point where they don't know what to do. And they so now they're angry. They're losing money. People see them as desperate, so they're not going to go because who goes to a desperate location? And then from there, uh, well, they go if they're, they want to take advantage of somebody that's desperate. And then after a short period of time, the studio closes, and the yoga teacher, the yoga owner, the person that owned it, no longer teaches yoga, no longer even practices. They hate yoga, and they walk away with a bad experience. And Or in, even also they leave people because i remember there was a studio in dunedin mm -hmm. that uh was stealing from people people were going there they were buying stuff on friday and actually there was one downtown st pete too uh on friday they were open taking people's uh 30 day unlimiteds packages. uh packages all these things on monday morning actually on sunday morning the doors were closed everything was locked all the teachers went there the teacher went to teach and the key didn't even work in the door anymore they stole the people's money and all those people got a bad taste for yoga and they uh stopped practicing so when you love something and you don't know anything else you're really not doing good for whatever you want to open does that make sense yes makes sense to me <laughs> so so what uh, the heart chakra does is it assists you in having uh, unconditional love for that but also to work on it you also want to have the unconditional love of everything about the studio the the business you want to have the unconditional love for marketing for doing the paperwork for getting up early, for going out and doing the tasks that you might not want to do. You know, you want to teach yoga, but you don't learn everything else about it. So you have to have unconditional love for the entire business, not just a part of it. 
And then there's the whole aspect of if, so if you can't find the unconditional love for say marketing, you got to find someone that you trust to do it for you. You have to hire somebody to do it and you have to do it almost in, there has to be multiple hats going on. Yes. And if you can't fill all those hats, you have to get other people that will fill them but they have to also fit into the family that you're trying, the community that you're trying to create there. Exactly. And also what we need um, uh, to talk about is that we, we need to define what the unconditional love actually means because that terminology is being thrown around a lot, but what does it really mean? Uh, if you take it in a very superficial way mm-hmm. oh unconditional love you got to love everything no condition w- what does that i think the only one that actually <laughs> truly knows what unconditional love is is puppies yes exactly because true. that's that's the only that i've ever seen that is unconditional love for everything true exactly true true that's uh... so should... watch your puppy and you know what unconditional exactly love is. exactly so the that and that's why also uh, a lot of these businesses, especially in the yoga studios that we have studied, fail is because they think it's unconditional love or that's what they talk about, mm-hmm. but they are not really. They don't believe it. They don't believe in it. They haven't defined it for themselves. Okay, so we'll be right back to talk more about unconditional love and puppies. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. back again and we're talking about the heart chakra and unconditional love and but uh, before that we did a uh, uh, podcast on the heart chakra and what what episode 46 so if you want to listen to a lot of more about the heart chakra in and of itself it's episode 46 so unconditional love and that's that's still a little and it's still more puppyish but where I want to go with this is I'm going to go with another story. I'm going to talk about Ev. Ev was a great, probably the best massage therapist I've ever met. By far the best. He could, it it was just so weird how people would literally walk into the studio going into the massage room uh, with uh, canes, some of them even rolling in in a wheelchair, and they would literally walk out of the place because he would do stuff with them to make them feel so much better. But I remember when Ev first started at the studio, he would sit. And his thing was, when they are ready, they will come. When I am ready for them, they will be here. And he was paying rent. He was paying us rent. And a month went by, nobody. Two months went by, nobody. Three months, he'd have one, two people. 
and literally he stayed with the studio a year and still was not making enough money to pay the bills but he didn't know what to do so i remember one day and it was a sunday morning i took ev and i drove him to sweet sage it was a coffee shop restaurant right down the road i had already met with the owner and said can we uh have him do some dollar a minute massages and so she had said yes to that and so and she didn't want any money she just said he can keep it all because she was going to him and she knew how great he was so i got him there and just started talking to people and in less than two times of him doing that he had more people than he could take he would by the end of six months he was working he was doing massages on people he was doing 10 people a day sometimes 12 people a day and i know for massage people that's a lot of people coming through the door but that's where he had gotten to because he had studied he loved massage but then he started to love marketing he had started to love the business aspect he started to have all of those things together he loved business as much as he because he knew that no loving business got him to help more people so in order to do what we are we're talking about you have to fall in love you have to have that unconditional love for the aspect of running a business also because it's your business if you're opening up the studio if you're opening up whatever it is you're opening this you have to love the business aspect you have to love paying the bills you have to love going out and talking to people about your business you can't hide in the corner and wait for people to come for you we had two yoga teachers that used to teach at the studio we fired them yeah uh yeah. they that was and actually they're they're not teaching at all because they did not love talking to people they would hide in the corner as people would come in and they wouldn't even talk to them people didn't know even who was teaching because they were so afraid to talk to people they didn't embrace communication yes which will be the <laughs> next one we talk about because that's the throat, the chakra. throat chakra but you have to in order to do this you have to do what it takes to have the business run because if you're not doing everything you really don't have unconditional love for yoga you truly don't have unconditional love for the studio you truly don't have unconditional love for the community you might say you do but if you're not doing what it takes to keep the doors open you're lying to yourself and you're lying to the community you're hurting yourself and you're hurting the community so those are things that you really have to look at if you're going to open up a business you have to truly love every bit of it and that's where we started going with ours and that's why it lasted so long now when you're talking about the unconditional love you know we talked in the past what we did as far as meditation so we did meditation on the first chakra for this we did meditation on the second chakra for this we're now at the heart chakra and the heart chakra we really didn't focus as much on meditation because we had already did the heart chakra stuff earlier we started learning and loving all about the entire business not just the one so we got the groundedness from the first chakra 
We got the second chakra was the what? The, the creativity, the, the flow, creativity, the, the flow. state of flow. Uh, then the third chakra was... Uh, the solar plexus, no. the, the go and do it. So the fourth... We, Stay we, focused. We already had that. Yes. And we, we worked on that already beforehand so that we could do the first, second, and third. So yeah, we're, we're, we jumped ahead for the fourth, but you have to have that unconditional love before you can do the first, second, and third. Do you agree? Yes. Oh, yeah. You have you have to know why, what you yes. want to create, yes. but why, why you're doing it. The, the why for yourself, the why for the community, the why for the business itself. Because just, be, and I, I go back to what they always put on their website, is there's no other yoga studio around that fulfills the needs that you should have. All the yoga studios do that. Yes. So there, that's not a why. Yeah, exactly. And to say, and to say that your studio or your business is the only one who's going to offer something great to people, that's, that's actually lying. Mm -hmm. It may offer something great to very specific people, your clientele base, it may be your niche, but you can't generalize and say no other yoga studio or no other uh, uh, cleaning business or mm -hmm. whatever it is, is doing a good job. That's why I'm coming mm -hmm. in. And I remember uh, there was a, actually it was a Bikram studio yeah. that uh, came in and because we were teaching Bikram at our studio uh, this was way back in the day, and uh, they opened up a studio about uh, 30 minutes from us. So it was it was a good distance, but their main their main marketing ploy was our studio didn't know how to teach Bikram. Yes, yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> so they were trying to trash all the other studios around. Now they didn't make it. Uh, they actually lasted uh, less than three years. So they wasted all that money. They turned out a whole bunch of people onto Bikram Yoga. And then they left, and they had created that concept that Bikram yoga is the only yoga. And so all those people quit practicing yoga because of that one yoga studio that was a Bikram studio that was really... And I see that in Iyengar, too. I see that in a lot of the, the, the main styles. Uh, John Friends, what's his name? Anasara. The, Anasara does the same thing, that this is the only style. Don't go practice anybody else. But if you truly love yoga and you're doing this for the community, all yoga is good. And it's just some is better for other people. So to, to, to basically say that your studio is the best is actually not unconditional love. That's lying to you and the community. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is very different to be talking about your niche than to generalize your niche is what comes from your why if you have figured out your why actually your wise mm -hmm. in terms of you the community and the business then you have identified your niche and then and then you know how to be of service and then you don't have to worry about anybody else you you don't need to badmouth anybody mm. else which you shouldn't be doing in the first mm. place but and i remember when we were teaching uh teacher training 
-hmm. one of our goals was to have more yoga studios all around the our studio we wanted literally to have a studio open up across the street from us literally to have a studio open up next door to us and with that though is we wanted those studio owners to understand business because we knew that we could have literally a yoga uh block yes where people would come from miles and hours away because we were already getting people that were driving an hour and a half two hours to come to the studio two to three times a week bypassing driving by multiple other studios so if we could have created a location that had like a, a organic coffee uh, different little restaurants and yoga studios pilates studios fitness studios we could have turned that into something huge that would have really changed St. Pete for the better. But uh, there's so much fear in yoga. Exactly. So, and that that's where the heart chakra has to be worked with, is keep working on that. But you have to work on the first three also, once you have your why. Absolutely. It's all about the why. Yeah. And there's a good book that... Uh, We'll put the link to the book in here, and it's, uh, do you remember the name of it? Uh, I think it's uh, Know Your Why yep. or Find Your Why, but I'm not positive. Yep. <laughs> so, and it's a good business book, good marketing it, book. It, yes. it is a great book. Yep. It's, a, it's a little bit uh, heavy. Difficult, Difficult, yes. difficult yep. book. It took us uh, quite a while to listen to it on uh, the... the... Uh, Audible, yes. yeah, Audible, great app, by yep. the way. Okay. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means... May we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.